0: Moms, do you continually pour into your close relationships when you have nothing left? Do you feel bombarded by messages from friends, family, or social media that you're still not doing enough, even when you're doing all that you can? Today, on the second part of the Valuing Motherhood series, we're going to be addressing some of these key points of frustration and what you can do about it. Please join us. Before we get started, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, when there are so many out there. Here at the Life Beyond the Benz podcast, our goal is to bring encouragement, biblical truth, and helpful tips for everything related to everyday life, faith, and family beyond the storybook image. This means bringing you inspiring resources like the one we have today. Are you encouraged by this series on motherhood? I offer a specific retreat just for women and moms based on my book Balance Busyness and Not Doing It All. In this retreat, I can provide either 2, 3, or 4 sessions on building intimacy with God, balancing marriage, busy schedules and kids, identifying the best priorities while parenting, and some practical skills for managing home and family. To bring this retreat to your church or community, Contact me at Brenda at BrendaYoder.com and ask for the Balance and Busyness Retreat. The last time on the podcast, we started our series talking about the importance of valuing the motherhood role as God designed. We talked about the unique relationships that you are building during this season. Please join us this week as we'll be looking at three remaining principles that allow you to meaningfully pour into your child's life. So let's get started. The third thing that I want to encourage you with is seeking God's value of you and what you do. And how do you do that? How do you really get what God values about what you're doing? all of you were doing something different. And again, this, this is not about being a stay-at-home mom or being a working mom. In fact, I was a stay-at-home mom and I had a pretty idealistic view of that when I was a stay-at-home mom, I idolized that role. And then God had a sense of humor and he called me to be a full-time school teacher when my youngest two were still at home. And because my identity was so tied to being a stay-at-home mom, and kind of in that role, I asked God, who am I? Who am I if I'm going to be a working mom when my kids are still young? And he told me, Brenda, I'm calling you to be a godly woman wherever you go. And that completely was a game changer for me. What I learned is that God desires for me to seek him no matter what I do. It's not about Working at home or working out of the home or working from home. It truly is about pursuing God as a woman, and out of that, that should flow into your mothering. There's a quote that I read from Chuck Swindoll. He's doing a series on insight for living, on navigating kind of this world's tumultuous culture. And his quote is, we will only study God's word when we long to hear God's voice. We will only study God's word when we long to hear God's voice. And women, I want to challenge you that God's word truly is the place where you will hear God's voice above any other voice about what he desires for you to be and do and value as a woman and as a mom. Shut out other people's voices, even my own. I know you probably listen to this podcast and a lot of other podcasts. You are probably reading a lot of um, books or listening to them on audiobooks. You are probably getting a lot of messages from social media. But if you're not balancing it out with the word of God through your own personal study, then you're hearing messages from the enemy and you're hearing messages that perhaps are not the primary message God wants you to hear. When you are in God's word, he will speak to you. Knocking the door will be open, is what God says in the Gospel of Luke. And as you ask God his perspective for your parenting, he will tell you. It will come as just a thought in your head that you would not have expected. You know, as a counselor and as a parent coach, a lot of A lot of parents and a lot of moms ask me questions. They want my advice. And I can give a lot of advice, but I don't know the answer to every situation. And I don't know really what's going on in the heart of a child and in the dynamics of the family and in the mom's story. But God does. I know one time I was really struggling with one of my kids and I I just didn't know what was going on. I could tell something was going on and Something wasn't quite right, and I just asked like Lord, you've got to give me your perspective and as I was talking with this particular child, they disclosed something to me that was happening at school, and it was all it was like all of a sudden God gave me an insight into that child's life throughout the school day, and then all of a sudden, I had compassion for the child rather than being upset, so I want to ask you, um, how are you doing in and investing time in God's Word. It really needs to be simple, just sitting down. If it's as simple as reading uh, one of the psalms or one of the Proverbs every day, taking a little bit of time to journal. Perhaps it's doing a trustworthy devotional where you read the verse that's there, only you study it a little bit farther outside of what is in that devotional. Um, two of my favorite devotionals that I would recommend, one of them is called Streams in the Desert. And the other one is called Edges of His Ways by Amy Carmichael. They are by older authors. Both of them were missionaries. But I can tell you that their grounded truth is life-giving to me. And I've studied the Bible on my own for um, close to 40 years. And both of those devotionals are really giving me um, new glimpses into God's character, meeting me right where I'm at. And God will do the same for you too. So seek God's value for you and what you do. Spend time in his word. Shut out the messages from others. Turn off social media. I was listening to a little instructional video by Dr. Henry Cloud on boundaries and social media. And he was really encouraging all of us to set our own boundaries around time in social media. He was pretty upfront in saying that it comes down to self-control. It comes down to all of us setting our own rules about when we're going to be on, how much time we're going to be on, because the messages we receive from social media will always take us to a more depressed state. He was even saying that there have been studies saying that even just watching a sitcom lowers the level of mood. And how much time are you spending on social media or Netflix or YouTube? I want you to think about where you're spending your time. Does it feed into the important value that you should have on motherhood? Does it feed into helping you um, having a balanced perspective about what you're doing as a mom? Or is it filling your head and in your heart with lies, lies from the enemy that you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, and you're failing at every turn. If that is the message that you're getting, start shutting it out and start opening up God's word and just spend a little bit of time reading his word. Finally, I just want to say that God's desire for women is for us to desire God himself above anyone else, above our husband, above our children. In fact, in the garden, God created everything around Adam and Eve in such a pristine condition, and he walked among them. He built this scenario where he was in relationship with them, and God desires that even today. The challenge is that when Adam and Eve sinned, everything became harder. In fact, God even says that he made Eve's desire to be for her husband. So that's the the challenge. The challenge is that because of sin, we look to our husband um, to meet our needs rather than looking to God to meet our needs. And yet God still desires and still has created us for a relationship with him first and foremost above all other things. And so I want to encourage you women to seek God. And as you seek God with your whole heart, Everything in your life will start to follow. The value that God gives motherhood will start to follow. And as you start um, having God's word soak into your heart, it's going to start soaking into your mind, your will, and your emotions. That's the soul. And the challenges that you have around you, the the everyday challenges of crying kids and schedules and um, husbands who are not nurturing, and who seem to ignore you or are disengaged. Those are real problems in today's culture. But none of us can change our husbands, and none of us can change our kids. We can only change ourselves. I want to finish today with just reading from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 8. To me, these are some of the most important verses about motherhood and about parenting. These are the words that God gave Israel when he was really speaking to their heart about who he wanted them to be as his people. And he said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the doorposts of your houses and on your gates. Friends, I want you to know that God highly values what you're doing as a mom. And our role is to do these things that God just challenged us with. To love him first and foremost with our heart and with our soul. And the things that he tells us, they're they're to rest on our hearts. They're to be in our minds. They're to be at our every turn. As much as we look to our phones for new information, God wants us to be looking at where we bind these things on our bodies and within our the gaze of our eye all the time. And then he wants us to talk about these things with our children, impress them upon them. An impression means that you are pushing in to something soft and pliable in a way that it is going to remain there. The image there will remain. That's what you're doing raising children. As an image bearer of God, you are impressing upon your children His image so that as they grow, everything around them will morph and change that image that you're impressing upon them. Not an image of perfection not an image of performance but an image of a god who desires a relationship with us through a personal relationship with Jesus Christ he wants us to be about him as we're parenting and so as you walk throughout your day if you are a working mom and you have a lot of responsibilities at work, and then you come home and you are faced with picking kids up from daycare and changing diapers and getting meals around, know that what you're doing in that time is so important. You're pouring into your children far beyond what you are picking up as responsibility is where the daycare workers leave off. You're not a daycare worker. You are a mom, and your child loves you even when they don't show you even when they don't feel it, he or she is looking to you um, for the most important things of life. You're a life giver. And if you're a stay-at-home mom and you struggle every day with the mundane, with the in and out, feeling like you're, you're never going to have significance or importance, know that you are giving up working outside the home to, to add value to your child's day, that, that you're the one there 24-7 impressing things upon their heart. Value that because the world doesn't value it around you. And if your husband thinks you are just home um, and that you're getting off scot-free and that you're a maid and you're the daycare worker, then reframe that first for yourself and then learn to have the words and the boundaries to set around that. People rise to our expectations when we um, add value and boundaries. You're important. What you're doing is important don't see your role as being a maid, don't see your role as being the daycare worker. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in other episodes in this series. But for today, I just want to leave you with that. This is from Marge Piercy. She was an American writer and poet. She said, life is the first gift, love is the second, and understanding is the third. And I love that simplicity It kind of sums up the words that we've used about women being a life giver. Love your children and understand them. Those are the second and third most important gifts after life. So when you are worrying about what you should be doing for the day, if you have loved your child and if you have shown them that you understand them and they know that they are seen and known, you've connected with them, you have done holy work. Even when you're changing diapers, you're doing it, looking at your child in the eyes and smiling at them, and you um, touch them with a tender touch of a loving heart, you are pouring into them. So let me just pray over all of you today who are listening. Lord Jesus, uh, thank you so much for every mom who's listening. Thank you for every mom who is struggling with the value of what they're doing, with the days that seem to roll into the next day, with the whining kids and the, the disrespectful talk and um, the messages from social media and everyone around them that says that what they're doing is not enough. Lord, at the end of the day, let every mother know that everything that she has poured forth in that day is just um, what you have created her to do for that day let her leave it there. Let every mom know her value in your eyes, in the eyes of her child. Lord, I pray specifically for for mothers who are discouraged because their spouse does not see the value of what she does, does not see the challenges that she has, carrying her children's worries and cares on her heart in addition to... Um, the other chores and responsibilities she has, whether she works in or outside of the home. Lord, I ask that you would help each mom to be able to see the value of what she does, that you would draw her to you, and that she would know from your word uh, what you desire for her to be and do every day, that you will give her wisdom to know um, what it is that you want to speak to her. Lord, I ask that you would just meet every woman right where she's at and that you would um, call her to you, that you would give her utmost desire to be for a relationship with your son, Jesus Christ. And as we learn to lean into him as our good shepherd, as John 10 says, that we will learn how to listen to our shepherd and that in turn we will be able to Share those things with our children, no matter how young or how old they are. Encourage every mom today, and I ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, friends. And join me next time for another podcast in the Valuing Motherhood series. Have a great week.